Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. This is episode number 46 of the podcast, and this episode is going to go into the relationship of Kyrie Irving and the Celtics. The Celtics lost in five games to the Milwaukee Bucks after winning game one by a landslide, and and then they got pretty much swept out of the playoffs after that. It wasn't a sweep. But it was a gentleman's sweep. They won one game, and then they got blown out by Giannis in the 60-win Bucks. I don't want to go through the whole season for the Celtics, but I do want to go... I do, I'm not here to defend Kyrie Irving. I think it was a bad way to go. I think he, he, took, more, he took 102, 104 shots in this series and had 102 points. That's not what you were expecting from Kyrie Irving. He clearly had a bad postseason after all he did was talk about the postseason. Listen, I get it. That's bad. I didn't want that to happen. I was rooting for the guy. I I don't really, I mean, I, I kind of enjoyed the fake genius type thing that he's going for. I mean, I totally enjoy that for my athletes. I want my athletes to tell me that they know something. I think James Harden and the Rockets did that too. But both teams that did that, that fake genius thing, they're both out of the playoffs. So were they really ever really basketball geniuses? Probably not. But guess what? I'm here to tell you I still want Kyrie Irving on the Celtics, even though their relationship at best is complicated. Kyrie Irving probably doesn't have the best relationship with Brad Stevens right about now. Kyrie Irving probably doesn't have the best feelings about Gordon Hayward right now. That's the guy who he he at one time wanted to join him in Cleveland, probably instead of LeBron. That's right, Kyrie Irving handpicked Gordon Hayward years ago to join him in Cleveland, and said he ended up with LeBron, and by the way, won a championship. Listen, I get all of that. He probably doesn't enjoy any of the young teammates other than Jason Tatum, and it's probably because of their Duke connection. I get all of that. Kyrie Irving is probably not a fan of most of his teammates, and most of his teammates are probably not a fan of him. But in this league, about it's about superstars, and it's about, listen, the Celtics have built up an opportunity to, if they miss on something or someone, they can hit on it again. And I don't think they have hit and missed on Kyrie Irving just yet. I think if you have the ability to get Anthony Davis to join Kyrie Irving on the Celtics, that is the clear route to go. You have four first-round draft picks. The solution for the Celtics is not more young guys. And the young guys on this team should not be given more control because as much as Kyrie went haywire most of the season with his comments and his remarks and his everything and his play and all of that, I still think he was the most consistent basketball player if you look at his game. He was the most consistent and he is still brilliant at times and his, the way he can attack the basket is still something I want to invest in. You know what I don't want to invest in as much? Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, I think one of those two guys needs to leave this basketball team immediately. They do too many of the similar things. And have you ever noticed they both never played well at the same time at any point this season? It's annoying. It's like it's Jason Tatum's time or it's Jalen Brown's time. And the answer to me is because they're too similar and their games do not mesh well. I need one of those two guys to be gone. I want Kyrie Irving in my core with Anthony Davis, with either Tatum or Brown. You'd probably have to give up Tatum. I'm fine if it's Brown. I would be fine if the Celtics kept Jalen Brown because Jason Tatum was annoying 
for most of the season. <laughs> he was. He was inconsistent. I don't believe in him as a player. It's the same I did coming into the season. I just don't. I think the Celtics also are hoping Al Horford opts out of his contract and takes a more team-friendlier deal so we don't have to pay two guys $30 million who aren't the best players on your team. You know who I'm still willing to pay $30 million to? Kyrie Irving. I'm done with the leadership talk. I'm done with that nonsense. It doesn't matter if you're a leader. People are calling people leaders because they win. I mean, it's not as easy as, oh, you won, so you're a good leader. Oh, you lost, so you're a bad leader. That's not it. That's stupid. I get that you could say, oh, the Celtics were arguing all season long. That proves he's a bad leader. Maybe that's a fair point. But I, I never wanted Kyrie Irving as the leader. I mean, I guess he anointed himself that because of some prophecy or some weird thing he was into. I don't know why he thought of himself as a leader. But I didn't. And I still want him on my team because there are superstar teams. You build superstar teams. And Kyrie Irving is the only player on this basketball team that attracts other superstars. No one wants to, no, Anthony Davis doesn't want to join a team with just Jason Tatum. I'm sorry, that's the sad truth. And I think some of these guys that you think are try-hard Celtics turn out to be not so try-hard. Terry Rozier, everyone was big on him replacing Kyrie Irving. He was the biggest bum of them all. All season long, he was terrible. And then in the postseason, he was terrible. And then he was the one who went on the mega rant that most people expected Kyrie Kyrie Irving too. I think it was a difficult season for Kyrie Irving to have a guy on your roster who's not as good as him, who thinks he's way better than him. I think that's one of the key issues on this team. And another key issue that Kyrie Irving has no control over is Gordon Hayward in a playoff game playing 27 minutes and not scoring the basketball. Those are not things that Kyrie Irving can control. And whether or not he was a good leader or not, Gordon Hayward was still not going to score the basketball. I think it's so easy at the end of the season to just parade on Kyrie Irving's hatred. Like, you hate Kyrie. I get it. Some of you really do. I get it. Most Celtics fans want... I, you didn't like Isaiah Thomas when he was here, and now you're imagining it was paradise when he was. At the end, Isaiah Thomas became money-hungry, and I didn't want him. It's easy to look back and say, Isaiah Thomas, wow, that was really the way to go. Well, guess what? He was probably going to have a bad hip with you too. I get it. You want humble superstars. No one in the NBA is a humble superstar. That I don't believe in leadership from players. I'm not into leadership. I'm into can the guy produce on the basketball court. And Kyrie Irving has a history of producing in the playoffs. Whether or not it's with LeBron, whether or not it's not, I don't care. I am still willing to go through the Kyrie Irving parade. Kobe Bryant didn't win without Shaq for years and years later. Maybe Kyrie Irving has to develop his game without LeBron. It's fine. I still think he's worth it. I don't care if you think he has a bad attitude. I'm just not into any of that stuff. I am just into he can score 23 points a game, and he's a pretty good passer. I get it. He's bad on defense. Guess what? Every point guard in this league is bad on defense. I think some of the people around him were so inconsistent. It was annoying. Listen, I get it. You're blaming him because you thought he was on a super team or whatever. I did too, but nobody else around him produced. No one else on the Celtics. The second leading scorer was Marcus Morris for most of the season. 
Al Horford was consistently good, but you can't tell me that you thought at the beginning of the season that Kyrie Irving's second leading scorer would be Marcus Morris. You can't tell me you honestly believe that Kyrie Irving was the one and only problem on the Celtics. You cannot honestly tell me that. So I think if you reset around him, he's a guy worth having. Listen, am I less into Kyrie as I was in the beginning of the season? Yes. Do I still think he's a top 10 basketball player in the league? Yes. Those two things are still true. One playoff round does not change my mind. I've seen Kobe Bryant have terrible playoff rounds. I've seen LeBron choke against the Dallas Mavericks. You can turn it around. I believe in Kyrie Irving, and I guess most of you don't, but I think that's more of your emotional feelings towards this fake reality of what you think a basketball superstar is today. There is no world where your next superstar Celtic is a humble, down-to-earth guy. They are all going to be Kyrie Irving-like guys who are into themselves, who think they have the answers to them all. They're all like that. James Harden is like that. Russell Westbrook is like that. Damian Lillard is like that. They're all like that. They all think they have the answers to everything. There is no such thing as the humble NBA superstar. They don't exist anymore, people. There's no such thing as them. They do not exist. Steph Curry is not humble. He does shimmies. But because he wins, you somehow think he's a good leader. Leadership and winning do not always go together. Listen, I blame Brad Stevens more than I blame Kyrie Irving. Brad Stevens had a job. Brad Stevens can is Brad Stevens seems to be a great coach when he's the underdog. But now that he was the prohibitive favorite, it turned on him and he wasn't as good. And he himself called himself bad. Which I honestly think he was at times. He didn't play guys who consistently played hard. Semi Ojale should have been part of the regular lineup. They should have played more guys, and none, no one on the Celtics. Uh, yeah, maybe they either didn't know their roles, or none of them accepted any of their roles. And that is on Brad. Stevens. You can't just be the fun coach with the clipboard who draws the plays at the end. That's not what the NBA is, Brad. You got to coach superstars and you got to get superstar level results. They should have made the Eastern Conference Finals at the bare minimum this season, and they didn't. And things need to change, but I don't think one of those changes should be Kyrie Irving leaving. Listen, if Kyrie Irving does leave, I'm fine. I think they can hit the reset button, but they're not going to be a very good team next season. If Kyrie Irving is out of there, they're not going to magically become the 61 team you thought they were going to be. Because without Kyrie Irving, what are you really left with? Aging Gordon Hayward, who's bad. Jason Tatum, who would, I guess, take all the shots, but he's not assertive enough to even want to do that. Jalen Brown, who I think would fight with Tatum on who would become their best player. I think there would be a real argument over that. You would lose Morris. Al Horford's probably not staying here if there's no Kyrie. I mean, I don't know Al Horford's opinion on Kyrie, but I don't think he wants to be the leader of this team without Kyrie Irving. I'm just being honest with you. I think if Kyrie leaves... You lose almost everything. And I get it. There's some Celtics fans who are like, oh, maybe Rozier would come back. If you want that guy to be your starting point guard next year and lose Kyrie, you're insane. There's no plan B. Anthony Davis doesn't want to be here long term if you don't have Kyrie. So I know there's some fantasy of you lose Kyrie and then you trade for AD. Well, guess what? He ain't falling in love with Boston without Kyrie. I think your only chance of getting a superstar player to come here ever again in the not-so-near future 
is to keep Kyrie Irving. I think he's the answer. More, he can be the answer and he can be the problem at the same time. And that's why the, his relationship with the Celtics right now is complicated at best. He is their best player, but he is probably one of their biggest problems. Both of those things can be true. I think Houston had a similar issue like this with James Harden, and then they got a coach and make the, Mike D'Antoni and another star and Chris Paul, and you can you can kind of turn it around. Russell Westbrook is also Oklahoma City Thunder's biggest, best player, and also probably their biggest problem. I think that's a common thing happening in the NBA today. Those teams are not giving up on those guys, and I'm not giving up on Kyrie Irving. I don't understand why I would at this point. If he wants to come back, which I don't know if he does, I'm not going to tell you I think he's coming back or if he's not but I think if he wants to come back you take him back I'm just gonna let a top five point guard walk out of the building without trying to keep him here I'm sorry I don't care if his attitude is horrendous I don't care if you think he's he's a wise guy I don't care if you think it was, he was right to be mad at the end of the year the media there was too much talking about nonsense the moment the Celtics weren't going to be the same team that we all thought they were going to be, I can tell you the exact moment things went bad was when Gordon Hayward was put into the starting lineup and then taken out because of his poor play. That moment, I thought to myself, oh, wow, this isn't going to go well because Brad Stevens in that moment, by picking Gordon Hayward, had ticked off Jalen Brown. And then when he benched Gordon Hayward, he probably ticked off Gordon Hayward. And now Jalen Brown was still on the bench and he was starting Marcus Morris. The moment Marcus Morris was starting over Gordon Hayward and Jalen Brown, I just knew to myself, this is not the Celtics I had signed up for this season. They were not friendly to one another, and they were wishing each other wrong. I think actively this season, Terry Rozier was rooting against Kyrie Irving. I think Jalen Brown was rooting against Marcus Morris. I think Gordon Hayward was probably rooting against everyone so he could get back into the starting lineup. It still baffles me that Gordon Hayward, You, there were so many stats that backed this up. The Celtics needed Gordon Hayward to be aggressive to win games. And he was never put back into the starting lineup. He makes $30 million. You are stuck with two years, $60 million more of Gordon Hayward. And you're not ever going to put him back in the starting lineup when you know the stats are right there, Brad Stevens. When Gordon Hayward takes 10 or more shots, the Celtics are a better team. And I actually think Gordon Hayward could be more efficient than Jalen Brown. I'm, I don't know if Gordon Hayward's the same guy from Utah. I just need him to be a guy. And at the end of the season, he wasn't a guy because he was on your bench. If the, so many of the stats back this up that you need him to be there, put him in the starting lineup. He has never in his life come off the bench. It is awkward when he comes off the bench. He doesn't know when to be assertive. He needs to be playing most of his minutes with Kyrie. That is your backcourt. I'm sorry. When you invest $30 million in a guy, he needs to be your starting guy. I'm sorry. I don't care about the ego of Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum's not assertive enough. You can't have all your guy. The one guy who was assertive was Jalen Brown, and I want his assertiveness to be in Jason Tatum and Gordon Hayward because I think those guys can be more assertive. Yes, Jalen Brown had a pretty good second half of the season. I wouldn't mind Jalen Brown being around, but he's not as good as Jason Tatum, and he's not as good as Gordon Hayward, if Gordon Hayward's right. And I think Gordon Hayward had the chance to be right at some point this season if they had just put him back 
in the starting lineup with Kyrie. That was the way to go, and you never went there, and it makes zero sense why. I also want to talk about this. Maybe you can't have it both ways like the Celtics tried to do with half of veterans and half young players. I think there should have been more veterans. I think you need a backup veteran point guard to be Kyrie Irving's backup. I don't think he can be a young guy ever again. Clearly, Terry Rozier could not accept Kyrie Irving as his starting point guard, but I think a more established, like a Jameer Nelson type of guy, I'm just putting that out there, needs to be the Celtics backup point guard moving forward. Like, I don't want the Celtics to draft a point guard in this draft to be Kyrie Irving's backup, because I think then history will repeat itself. And I I think when Kyrie Irving misses so many games, I think it's better to have like a Sean Livingston type who can fill the void, rather than think, oh, Sean Livingston would never have the thought, oh, this is my team now. Kyrie Irving misses the playoffs last year, and Terry Rozier maybe rightfully so thought to himself, this is my team now, I just took them to within a game of the NBA Finals, let's go. But then he comes back and it was like he was unrealistic about what things were going to be like. Kyrie Irving is your starting point guard, Terry. You're not going to win the job. It wasn't a competition, and it felt like all season long... I mean, I sacrificed the most, like his remarks at the end. You didn't sacrifice anything. You were supposed to be a backup point guard. That was your job all along. There was no sacrifice. They were never going to give you the job. There wasn't anything to sacrifice with Terry Rozier. He didn't earn anything. He filled the void of a starting point guard because their starting point guard was out. He was back. He's better than you. You have to accept that. And that's why I think moving forward, you need a Sean Livingston type, a Jameer Nelson type, a veteran Back up point guard to fill the hole of Kyrie Irving when he's out. You can't have a young guy who's trying to be the next great Celtic point guard. It's not going to work like that ever, ever again. And again, too many of the guys do the same things. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Gordon Hayward are way too similar. I don't need all three of those people on my team. Next year, I want two of them. And because I think you're stuck with Gordon Hayward, Guess what? Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown have to go. They are way too similar. All similar. I want Marcus Smart back, clearly. I think Smart's back. In my mind, I think Kyrie Irving's back. In my mind, I think Al Horford's back. This Celtics team is going to be vastly different than last year's Celtics team. Again, I want some guys who didn't get enough playing time to get more. Semi Ojale, I want him on my roster next year. And I want him to get at least 15 minutes a game in a basketball game. He was the best defender of last postseason against Giannis. And he was barely used in the series again against Giannis. That makes zero sense to me. Moving forward, he needs to be a guy. He plays consistent defense. And guess what? The guy can knock down some shots. Aaron Baines, I'm done with Aaron Baines. Get a better backup center. Get a better backup center. Listen, but moving forward, I want Kyrie Irving on this team. They need Kyrie Irving on this team. You missed with this team, but you can hit on the next one. And the only way you're going to get a chance of getting another superstar player is Kyrie Irving. And I still feel pretty good about his basketball game. Whether or not he's going to learn from any of this, I don't care. There was so much talk about the Celtics team. I'm done talking about the Celtics team. This will be the last time I talk about the Celtics team for a while because they've been the most annoying team to talk about. I believe in Kyrie Irving's basketball game. I still think he's a top five to top three point guard. That is my opinion on Kyrie Irving. 
if you think he's a, a black hole or whatever you think of him, I don't understand. He's the second biggest shot in the NBA in the last 10 years. His shot and Ray Allen's shot. Those are the two biggest shots. Whether or not you think somebody else could hit that shot or whatever, because of the LeBron thing, I don't care. I want Kyrie Irving on the Celtics moving forward, and you should too. Definitely you should. Moving forward, I, I blame Brad more than I blame Kyrie. That's where I am with Brad. Brad was the next genius of basketball. He's the one I now question whether or not he can handle superstar players. Can he handle Kyrie? Guess what? I want Kyrie. I'm picking the talent over the coach every single time. In the next five years, I would rather them have Kyrie Irving than Brad Stevens. That's where I'm at, and I think you should be there too. It's about coaching superstar players. Phil Jackson can do it. Doc Rivers can do it. Greg Popovich can do it. Can Brad Stevens do it? I have my doubts. I think he can turn it around. I hope he does. And I want them to coexist. I don't want the try-hard Celtics back who don't make the NBA Finals. You're going to have to find a better mix. Your one chance at an NBA Finals in the next five years is, to me, on Kyrie Irving. And most of you hate that. I understand it. I understand you hate the guy. I don't think that highly of him right now either. But I want him back because I think there's a big chance of redemption here. And if he wants to be a Boston Celtic, which he should want to be a Boston Celtic, Danny Ainge, make it happen. Please bring back Kyrie Irving. I think you want him back. You don't just want him back. You need him back. It's my honest truth. It is, it's the honest truth. You need Kyrie Irving, even if you hate him. And I get most of you, I think, hate him at this point. I get it. He said all that thing about when the playoffs come, when the playoffs come, I'm going to heat up. And he didn't. Well, at least in the second round, he did it. And I get it. He came up against Giannis. Whether or not I think it's all his fault or not. Most of it goes on his shoulders, but I think there's a big chance of redemption. And guess what? I want Kyrie Irving to be the face of the Celtics franchise with Anthony Davis. Thanks again for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. And check out the Chatter Podcast Network to also see my other movie podcast, Pop Culture Spotlight. Check it out. Thanks again for listening.